Hi, I'm Brenda. Thank you for listening. Society. Everywhere we go, we see and interact with people around us. Or should I say, with a small portion of the big picture? Because how frequently do we relate with the disabled population on our daily lives and activities? The thought popped into my mind as I was staring through my window. I perceived a group of three nurses, two male and one female, interacting each with a patient at their charge in what seemed to stroll on a cloudy day at the park. There was a man in his 30s that did not seem to control his arms nor his head's movements as he slowly advanced held by a nurse's grasp. Two young women sat on wheelchairs pushed by two nurses. As I carefully observed, I realized they both had Down syndrome. Surrounded by others who passed by jogging with their headphones on, trying to ignore them, or families walking by with their children who couldn't help but stare back, they easily stood out as a rather slow-paced and different-looking assembly. However, all of the people I saw through my window played it a part on the society we dwelled in, and so I wondered, why are we so afraid to approach human beings who appear different? I myself have been in a state of shock due to not knowing how to act around them, what to say or do. Have you felt this way too? Well, we don't have to anymore. There are diverse aspects we can take into account to better understand and comprehend the situation. In fact, as I was doing some research, I came across a highly insightful phrase stated by the United Nations Convention of the Rights of Persons with Disabilities made effective on 2008 on the topic. But first of all, let's get the question a clear answer. What characterizes a person with a disability? Well, according to the UN, the term is applied to all persons with disabilities, including those who have long-term physical, mental, intellectual, or sensory impairments, which, in interaction with various attitudinal and environmental barriers, hinders their full and effective participation in society on an equal basis with others. But here comes the interesting part. Have you ever considered that a person is taking as a disabled being mostly due to the setting, the technologies, assistance, and services available, as well as on cultural considerations, and not just because of the physical appearance. For example, a person in a wheelchair might have difficulties being employed, not because of her condition, but because there are environmental barriers such as inaccessible buses or staircases in the workplace which obstruct his or her access. Or perhaps a child with intellectual disability might have difficulties going to school due to the attitudes of teachers, school boards, and possibly parents who are unable to adapt to students with different learning capacities. Mm -hmm. As a result, disability resides in society and not in the person. Something quite intriguing to ponder about. 
Now, here are several tips that the United Nations provides on actions that will definitely be of great help to create a positive impact on our fellow human beings, as well as to exemplify to others what they can do too. For example, number one, seeing that person for whom he or she is and not what disability that person has. Number two, do not victimize them. Referring to someone as a disease or impairment victim removes their strength and ability because the emphasis is on what happened to them as opposed to what they did about it. Number three, adjust posture to be eye level. The height difference between people in wheelchairs can create an unspoken feeling of superiority and inferiority. To be safe, sit or stand at eye level with a person who has a disability when it is appropriate and possible. Sitting in a chair is also better than kneeling. Did you know that? Because it may cause a person in a wheelchair to feel like a child if we kneel. Number four, make eye contact. Never avoid someone with a disability. It's true, the easy way out may be to ignore them because we do not know how to act around them. But can you imagine the strength contained on a warm smile paired with a nod? And number five, ask if he or she needs assistance before providing it. The better choice is to ask, is there anything I can help you with? Helping before asking implies he or she is incapable and can offend the person, especially if they worked hard to be able to care for themselves. Hmm. After these brief tips, I feel more confident on how to act around people that conform the society I live in. Human beings that may have been born, or possibly after an accident, might have to confront life in a different way than I do. But that just invites us to increase our level of tolerance and empathy toward others, doesn't it? So chin up, my darling, and remember that above all, any disability is just a matter of perception. <laughs>